I'm Keith the Critic, and this is the Isle Seed. I got the superstar, Kim Schultz. How are you, Kim? I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing good. And I have Derek, the toy maker, Neil. Hey, Hello. I see. Hey, man. How's everybody? I tell you what. Um, let's start out with uh, Malcolm and Marie. Okay. This was all, um, this movie was uh, shot during the everything that happened at the uh, la or at the beginning of this year and all that stuff um, they uh, they made it and um, this is a story about a filmmaker who returns home with his girlfriend and uh, John uh, David Washington plays Malcolm and Zendaya plays Marie and he thanked everybody when he won the award except for Marie, and um, I thought that uh, this movie is so good, and there's so many revelations that go on between uh, their fight, and then then they make uh, peace, and then they just start going at it again. I thought uh, this uh, was such a well-directed, well-written movie. Uh, Sam Levinson wrote this movie, and he he wrote it and directed this movie, and I'm telling you what, um, if you have a chance to watch this, I would immediately watch this. And also, uh, John David Washington is terrific in his role. And come on, Zendaya, she is one of I think right now she's one of my alt she's one of my favorite actors right now. She's great on uh, on uh, that show on HBO. Um, or what it is but anyways um and she's just a really good actress and she was uh really and then uh it they filmed this movie and it was uh they had a crew and then it was just Zendaya and uh Washington that were doing all the acting and I just thought this was such a uh well um thought out movie and I'm just like wow two tremendous actors who really showed some of their scars and all that stuff and I just thought this movie was outstanding and um, I'm telling you what this is uh, four out of four for me and uh, if you have a chance to watch it watch it um, I uh, I can't th say anything uh, better about Malcolm Marie. Uh, check this out, Kim. What did you think of Malcolm and Marie? Okay, so I, I have to start out by saying that this was filmed during in black COVID, and white. Yeah, during yeah. COVID back in like June and July. So because I harp and complain about the other one, locked down. This was a this was. It's not my favorite, but just because they were able to do exactly what they should have done, film something that did not bring any of this crap into the show. Yeah. It was just a show. The it 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 took a little bit for me to get in because all it is is a bunch of fighting and arguing and and I didn't understand like what was going on sometimes. But I do have to say that, you know, at the very end, it all kind of falls into place. Yeah. I, 
I did, I did like, I did like the, um, I, I love Zendaya. She, she is awesome. She's and, tremendous. And John David Washington did, did a great job on, you know, a dysfunctional relationship. And when you find out the facts of like the backstory of who this is, and, yes. um, there is so much. So in this hour and 40 minutes or whatever it was, it's in the same house. Yes. And it, it was so powerful because it shows that you didn't need a big set. You didn't need a big crew. You didn't need anything to portray just a simple one evening of this couple's life. The best, biggest time of his life. Yes. And he made a mistake. Now, she's not the wife. She's just a girlfriend. And yeah. she has her own problems and her own demons. And this is just kind of a Hollywood but because yeah. they because they just filmed it and didn't bring in the in, in the world today, that's why that's why I liked it. Because I they they showed that you can continue making movies during a bad time without telling everyone that you're making a movie during a bad time. And also it's I'm sorry to say it, this is filled in black and white. And yeah. that just added so much more to uh, a really outstanding movie because it's uh, i can't even say anything more about that but um well, i just what you uh well, did you I like it it's filled in black and white i like i like the black and white effect i thought yeah. it kind of was a little pornographic at some point when you, you're <laughs> not you know you're not used to it so it's not a kid thing that you would want to watch you know no. for, the, no, for no, this no, couple no. or whatever because I was like, okay, this is going a little far at the just at the very beginning. I'm just like, I'm just still trying to figure out what's going on, and then it took it just took a little while. So yeah, I would have to say three out of four, uh, yeah. three out of four stars. Considering the other one that was filmed during COVID, I could only give it a one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, uh, you know how I feel about uh, lockdown, but anyways. Well, and, and if you go over to my podcast on Anchor episode. 73 um tyson and i actually went and pulled the reviews for locked down and they were better than the movie so you'd want to go over and check out my podcast um, and yeah. those reviews from i am i am um db because it, that that was entertaining movie not so much this one it's i mean it's good it did have a little bit of too much yelling i'm not a big yeller like i don't like consistently fighting and you know, like, well, you know, have some twists and turns. Like you think you want to believe one thing, but then something else happens and you're like, Oh, so it was, it was good. I would recommend it. Yeah. I tell you what. And I like that they had both had flaws in their lives. Right. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it was, it wasn't just one. No, 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 no. no it wasn't just one. Derek, what do you think of this movie? This I I enjoyed this movie. It was it was kind of it was it was not not necessarily a fun movie. Uh, no, no. <laughs> but uh, no. It, it was it was a uh, uh, a really well written film. Uh, the uh. the cast was was excellent. Uh, they all did a great job. Uh, I can't help but wonder if the the filming in black and white was more of a financial choice as opposed to an artistic one. No, because they interviewed Zendaya, and she said she wanted it in black and white. So. Did, okay, uh, yeah. I I hadn't I hadn't gone into the the behind the scenes stuff, 
Yeah. I do know that the budget was pretty low, and oh, I yeah. do know that filming in black and white can heavily reduce a budget. Uh, yeah. Uh, but whether or not it was uh, uh, artistic or financial decision, it worked for this film. I, I think it, 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 for the type of film it was, the, the plot and the, the storyline, I think filming in black and white gave it a, a certain cadence that, that the story could flow better without distraction of, of flashy lights or colors or anything like that. Right. Uh, uh, I absolutely, you know, loved the, the cast. I mean, Zendaya, most of, most of the people out there may know her as MJ from the, the Spider-Man franchise, uh, from uh, Greatest Showman. And Greatest she Showman. was also in that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, Kim loved the Greatest Showman. Oh man! <laughs> oh God! Uh, and I so and good. I think she got her start on on Disney anyway. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And of course, John David Washington did a did a a, a great job as as uh, the filmmaker in this film. Uh, and I, and I love how how his you know you, you could you could you could almost feel like that that's how life would be for for filmmakers. Uh, you know when they they have their personal life involved in their professional life. Uh, oh so yeah, it's it, it's 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 a nice little kind of a pulling back of the curtain to to the world of filmmaking, uh, in in that sense. I I'm gonna give this one two stars. Oh. And they, and they did a two point five million dollar budget. That's all they had. Yeah, yeah it was it was so. two and a half uh, million. I think of it. I think if someone wanted to give me two point five million dollars, I can make a me. I can yell at somebody in my house. I'll <laughs> <laughs> I mean, tell you yeah, why. If the... out there want to give me some money, I'll be screaming at somebody for an hour and a half. Oh, when we talk to, uh, um, uh, oh, we talked to Todd Sheets and Patrick Gray and and all those people. They are on a budget, man. You, they can't go over the budget, and they don't have that much money to spend on, you know. But here you go with uh, two point six million dollars. Hell, yeah, you and I and Derek, we could all make really good movies oh, with that man. much money. <laughs> you know what kind of dream world Todd would be in if he had two point five million? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Movies, he'd be done. <laughs> He, oh, he could God. probably he could probably refilm his entire library. <laughs> <laughs> and also Patrick Gray, man, because oh, we yeah. we had him uh, we interviewed him uh, when you were in Texas, Kim, and mm-hmm. and we were talking about the budgets and all that. I mean, they were on a strict budget, and they had how many times? Uh, it was what a maybe a. Two three week shoot or something like that. The the shoot that yeah, movie. yeah they 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 have short shooting times. Oh uh, yes, and and I imagine I've, you know especially for like Patrick Ray and 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 the gang, a yeah. lot of them they're probably doing uh, quite a bit of guerrilla style filming. Oh yes, they don't have the permits to film in certain locations, so they're having yeah. to do it at night in the cover of darkness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> but I, I tell you what. Um, so um, I gave it four stars. Uh, Kim, you gave it three stars, and Derek, you gave it two stars, right? I gave it two stars. 
All right. Okay, here we come with uh, uh, Roland Dow prevents, uh, prevent, uh, presents The Witches. Okay, the first Witches, I think, came out in 1994, I think. and yes, 1990. Oh, 1990, okay. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, okay, this is, I, I think this is a fun movie, and... Um, so it's a reimagining the beloved story and it's uh, directed by the great Robertson Meckes and you know he adds a lot of uh, uh, kind of dark uh, humorous uh, you know, story to the witches and I thought that um, uh, Robert Jamakis, I think, is uh, one of the best uh, film directors around, and he can direct anything. And his uh, and him and Guillermo del Toro produced this movie. So, you know what? There are some high points in this movie. You know what the story about the witches is, and I thought that um, um, I liked uh, how Robert Jamakis is really does a really good job of uh, the look of this movie was amazing. And I thought that Robert Zemeckis also directed this movie. And I thought you, you kind of felt his uh, uh, portrayal and how he wanted to do this movie. Now, is it better than the 19, uh, uh, 1990 witches? No, it's nowhere close, but um, well, of course, Anne Hathaway is great as the as the witch, uh, but uh, she doesn't even come close to um, oh, um, who am I thinking of, Derek? Angelica Houston. Oh yeah, Angelica Houston. Sorry, um, nowhere close, and uh, but she's not. You know, she's good. I think the high points of this uh, story was. Was uh, okay. Chris Rock narrates it. He's great, and the newcomer uh, I can't remember uh, Tales uh, Bruno or something like that. He plays the young hero in all this. And but I thought Octavia Spencer was so good in this movie yeah. because you kind of just take off of her character, you know, because. Yeah, you want to. Yeah, you want to be involved in this movie, and I was involved to about uh, some of this movie, not all of it, but I thought this movie um, is good, but it's not great. I thought Robert Zemeckis and Guillermo del Toro did a really good job on this, but it's nowhere close to the 1990 Witches, which is uh, that that movie's outstanding and. I know Derek uh, got an autograph from Angelica Houston, and, you know, that's something that we'll talk about later. But anyways, um, you know, I, I thought this movie was good, but it comes nowhere close to the original Riches, and um, I'm giving this movie probably uh, two and a half out of four stars. I really, I like parts of this movie, and but not all of it. Uh, the first movie... This movie has Anne Hathaway starring as the witch and and all that, but I think they did too much makeup on her. I'm I'm sorry because I just kind of thought that she didn't, you know. Anne Hathaway's a, a very uh, she's a beautiful woman, but 
I didn't really feel her playing the witch, Wicked Witch. I thought that was kind of a kind of a miscast part. That's in my opinion. But I thought that uh, Octavia Spencer and also Chris Rock does the narration on that, and I love I love uh, Chris Rock in this role. And I thought, uh, but nobody can uh, can uh, appear as good as uh, Angelica Houston in the first witches. So I'm giving this two and a half out of four stars. Kim, what do you think of this movie? So I happened upon this before you even told us to watch it. I didn't yeah. even know what I was getting into. It looked <laughs> kind of, it looked, it was on, you know, I, I'll watch it. And yeah. then I was like, oh, this is like the one back from when my, okay, this is yeah. Angelica Houston. So I kind of watched it. I'm going to agree with you 100%. I believe that um, Anne Hathaway should have looked more like kind of a, a scary witch as opposed to just like this pretty, I, I, don't, I just didn't, I just didn't, I didn't buy it either. And Jackie Houston, yeah. beautiful, but you know, they, oh. she, they, she just looked like the, the typical witch. I don't mean the stereotype witches. I mean, I know there's all different kinds of witches out there, but um, I think that, I think she was like some supermodel. I just kept thinking of like Devil Wears Prada or, you know, I was just like, yeah. I, was thinking that I didn't, I just didn't get it from that. Um, yeah. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the other characters. I did, I did enjoy um, um, Octavia. I I, I yeah. thought she did a great job she was as great. the grandma. And it's it's a fun it's a fun story. It's it's kind of like one of those remakes that they're gonna make like twenty seven of them probably because it's just kind of like a fairy tale kind of yeah. story. So yeah. you're just gonna kind of see this one oh, relive, relive. I it's. I, I don't know within 30 years if they have made anything else in between that kind of resembles this or if they have it, but I'm sure they'll make this one over again. It's a yeah. classic story. So oh, yeah. um, it was a little bit, you know, I got a little bit kind of like, oh, that's kind of scary, but nothing like the other witches was just so much. It was, it wasn't like evil scary, but it was more dramatic to me. So I would have to say two out of four stars. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Derek? Uh, this one, this one's a uh, you know kind of hard for me, you know, because I'm I'm not afraid of remakes. I, I I do think that we should get used to the idea of remakes being a thing. But you then keep we saying should that, even though they're going to remake a bunch of movies in the future. They're going to remake yeah. everything. I mean, yeah, I know yeah. they will, and that deserves. But, but go ahead. I I do think that there are certain films that are just too perfect to do it anything yeah. with you know there you wouldn't dream of remaking back to the future oh no you, no. you, you wouldn't dream of remaking aliens no you, you wouldn't dream of remaking you know these classic films that we already did it perfectly the first time there's no need to do it again and right. witches is is another one of those for me. I I think the original was was absolutely perfect. Uh, the, it was. The Angelica Houston was perfectly cast, and I don't think she was necessarily cast because she was Angelica Houston. I think she was cast because she was perfect for the role. Yeah. Same thing with the rest of the cast of of the original film. This remake seems like they were trying to pad it with names. Uh, yeah. Octavia, 
Anne Hathaway, Chris Rock. I mean, even some of the smallest characters are still some pretty big names. Yeah. And I think that was kind of a disservice to it. Instead of casting the roles to people who fit the role, it seemed like they were really just trying to put as many big names into it as possible. Which might work in some cases if this was like a franchise film where you're going to be seeing more of a lot of these characters than in just one film. If it was a trilogy or or a world-building universe. Uh, but yeah, the, I... I I didn't really care for this one. Uh, I mean, it, it it told the story well. It did, but I just I, I just can't get past the fact that it was perfectly done the first time. Why did they have to do it again? And yeah. So for me, this one's just going to get a lone star, a lonely no, star. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I tell you, man, it's. Um... Yeah, they could. Uh, Robert Zemeckis is uh, a brilliant filmmaker. So is Guillermo de Tura. They should have about, thought about making uh, an original movie. I don't care what you know. I don't care. But anyway, they probably would have been a good choice to make a film like this. Now, if they'd have done it where it was a grander story, if they'd have done a trilogy, if they'd have taken the story, expanded upon it and yeah. turned it into three films and creating a whole universe around it as opposed to just doing a single film, I bet that it would have been really great, uh, especially with those creative forces. Yeah, but I'm, I'm telling you what, I didn't, I mean, I just think that, um, oh, Anne Hathaway, I love Anne Hathaway, but not in this part. I'm sorry. She She's... She, uh, she's more of a glamorous actress, you know, and I get that they have to have some makeup on all that, but she, I don't know. I just didn't buy her in that role. And, you know, it, the movie is, is enjoyable to watch, but show the original witches, you know, you know, that uh, the original witches is great. So, you know, and, but and, anyway. and Hathaway was in the, uh, it was in, uh, the remake of, uh, uh, well, I, I'm going to say remake of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, but even Dirty Rotten Scoundrels was a remake. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I thought that was a good film. I, it, for a remake, I thought it was good. I mean, it was the the whole gender swapping uh, thing. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, I thought that was a good remake, and she did well in that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I won't say I, any more about it. Well, I think it's funny because I pulled up the um, IMDb, and it says, you know, it has Anne Hathaway listed, but if you go down to cast, and yeah. it says cast in order of credits, she's not listed. Yeah, I know. I noticed yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. got Chris Rock, and it's got um, Jazar Bruno, Octavia Spencer, Brian Bogle, Joseph yeah. is Josette Simon, and there is no, I've scrolled down here like three times trying to find Anne Hathaway's name, so that's weird. Yeah. That's like, that's yeah. weird that they left it out. Yeah, yeah and she's I know. In, and she's in all the marketing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Everywhere. It's like, if she, if she didn't want to be associated with the movie, she should have said, I don't want to be in any of the marketing. But she's right. like, 
front and center on the poster. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I see. I don't get that. Yeah, because I looked it up, God, like three, four weeks ago, and I was looking, you know, because we were going to talk about all this, and I thought, wait a minute, she's not even on the on the credits, man. Where's she at? So you know. That's funny. Uh, okay. Here we go. Uh, the map of tiny, perfect things on Amazon. Okay. Are you guys ready? <laughs> okay. Groundhog Day, Blast from the Past. Those are all outstanding movies. The, the map of uh, perfect little things is not a good movie it's a blast and it's a blast where he goes all over the kid goes all over uh, and relives his life through um god he wakes up and he's in a different times you know the time the, the time chases and he goes right back and it's the same time and he has to redo stuff all over again and i tell you what uh this movie uh is uh Okay, this movie is kind of a, it, it is an, an endless uh, a loop where it, the movie really doesn't make any sense at all. Now, they have uh, a couple of good cast members in it. Uh, 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 Catherine Newton and Kyle Island play the couple in all this. And I thought they were okay in this movie. But it was made upon a short movie. Okay, I'd rather see the short movie than this movie. This movie is unentertaining. I thought that um, I thought that there is so many twists and turns in this that didn't make any sense at all. And I just thought that you know, if you want to make uh, Groundhog Day, Blast from the Past, and all that stuff, that's fine. Have a good idea. This is kind of a it's it's a dramatic movie. Sometimes it's a comedy. Sometimes it's dramatic. Whatever. Have a good story in this. This story, it it, it bites. I'm sorry. It just does. And I'm telling you what. And um, this movie is is so bad. It's it's not even worth watching. And the director. Uh, 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 Ian Samuels has no idea how to make a movie. Sorry, he doesn't. And also, it, it was based on the writer, Lynn Grossman, who also wrote this movie. So he decided, I'm going to make a full-length feature. Hey, let's sell this. So they sold it, and he, he did the movie script, and he did the short play. I'd rather watch the short play than this, uh, this stuff. I can't even uh, name it. But anyways... I thought that I thought that if you were to watch a good throwback movie, watch Groundhog Day, watch Blast from the Past, because those are good, well-scripted movies. And I'm telling you what, this movie is uh, not worth watching. It's it's just uh, a poorly written script, poor directing, and uh, I tell you what, the two main actors in this. Um, they acted as good as they can on a terrible directed and terrible script. And I'm telling you what, I just want to see more from movies. Uh, I know I see, I see a lot of 
bad movies because I've been a film critic now for many years. But I just want to come in and enjoy. I don't care. There has to be something good about this movie. And there's nothing good about this movie. Says for, you know, Margaret and Mark who play, and then uh, Catherine Coonan and Kyle Island play the lead actors. And that's the only good parts of this movie. It's just kind of like, um, this movie ain't worth, it's not worth the lick. And I'm going to give this half out of four stars. <laughs> yeah. The only reason I gave it this highest uh, stars because the two main actors who are okay in this role. So that's it. And that's the only good part of this movie. So, uh, all right, Derek, what do you think of this movie? I, I'm, I'm going to have to agree with you. Uh, essentially, this is Groundhog Day. I mean, it's... it's it is! I, I can't help but think, when I watched this, I was like, this is, this is Groundhog Day. This is exactly what Groundhog Day is. I mean, he even terrible starts. He, he even. He, I think the only difference is is that she's experiencing it as well. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, just quite literally, uh, he's doing all the things that Bill Murray did. You know, he's he's doing all the crazy stuff and driving construction equipment through town, and you know. <laughs> just doing all the crazy stuff because he knows he's going to wake up and the day is going to start all over. And it, 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 it was groundhog day. That's, that's all I kept thinking the whole, I, I almost turned it off and turned on groundhog day because I figured if I'm going to watch it, I might as well watch the better version. <laughs> but see parts of this movie, Derek were, um, were some parts of this movie with two cast members sometimes it was funny sometimes it didn't make any sense sometimes it was dramatic if this movie goes all over the place okay I'm, I'm, oh yeah i mean it, it it did i mean it was a it's a, a science fiction romantic comedy drama yes. i mean they they might as well have had a couple of murders in there and had a horror as well uh, yes. it, it, it was a little bit of everything all kind of smacked in there uh, and yeah, there there were some moments that that made me chuckle here and there. Yeah, but very it, few. It, 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 yeah, I I have to agree with you. It 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 it, it was just Groundhog Day. Uh, uh, now I oh. I don't give I don't give partial stars, so I'm gonna go ahead and give it I'm give one, it one whole star. star. I'll give it one star because of the two lead actors in it. it okay. Yeah, the, the 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 acting was was was. Uh, passable, but uh, yeah, one star. Yeah, I, I'm just yeah. So, anyways, Kim, <laughs> so what do you think of this movie, Kim? <laughs> okay, so wow, you guys did not like this movie. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Well, I tried to watch it because they talked about Groundhog Day in it. I actually, um, I mean, it wasn't like the best movie ever. I, it's a, it's a very, it's a. You know, you watch it, you watch it. But I actually kind of, I liked the whole whole main purpose of it. It had a very, very good, a very good, you know, um, reason for what was going on and how it happened and yeah. how it was controlled. So I actually sort of enjoyed it because you've got two totally different people and um, it did jump around a little bit because sometimes I'm like, I don't understand how they know what's going on and but 
it it they tried to change it up a little bit, but I did enjoy. Uh, you got two teenagers who are living their lives as a teenager, and one yeah. of them they both have their struggles, and this allowed them through that repeated repetitive day to actually totally change and be okay with themselves, get to know their parents better, be more respectful to their family. Um, get over, you know, what the other one was going through. I don't want to say what's going on, but so when they added all that part on it, it wasn't like the best show, but I do think because in Bill Murray, he just kept trying to repeat the day thinking I need to get it right. And they automatically were like, they automatically were kind of like doing the same things and writing things down. And it got really kind of complicated of like, what are you writing down? And I can't right. get it. So if you watch this to try to make sense of this movie, you're not going to. Uh, no. Until the very until the very end, when it just all kind of comes together, but you still don't really make sense of what's happening because it's not supposed to. It's not real. Um, but I did like their relationships. I did like watching the two of them. You know, once you figure out why everything is happening. And right. it was just a little bit different. So I would have to say two stars out of four. I'm not like, oh my gosh, it's the best thing ever. But it wasn't It wasn't like horrible. I'm still living through lockdown. I got to compare it to that. And I'm like, it would be two. It was It was a cute love. It was, to me, it was like a, a kind of a love story yeah. um, between a lot of different people. Not just this this couple, but... With family, with sister, with mom, dads. It, I mean, they, they did bring that in. I think that's what they were trying to portray. Right. But because it jumps around so much, and yeah, they're doing the goofy stuff. It, it kind of made you think of what would you do if this was you? If you were living with somebody else? Because you have to remember in Groundhog Day, he's by himself. Yeah. And this one, they have each other, which is really weird that they find each other. <clears throat> and then you have to remember, you know, like... How do they remember? Do they, you know, like that always gets it to me. It's like, well, it's, it's tomorrow. It's it's yesterday again. So I don't know. It, it was it was all over. <clears throat> if you are ADHD or you have, you really have to do watch this. You're still not going to get it. So yeah, I, I mean, yeah. There there's there there are actually quite a few films that that feature uh, that whole time loop thing. I mean, the Groundhog Day isn't the only one. Uh, right. Uh, 2017 had a horror version, Happy Death Day. Oh, that uh, was a great movie. Which I, I thought was a movie. great way of doing it. If you're going to yeah. do the the story of a time loop and getting caught in the same day over and over, Happy Death Day was a good way to do it because instead of trying to figure out how to stop time from restarting because you got to find your true love or, or make someone fall in love with you, she's got to solve who's trying to kill her yeah. <laughs> and and every time she dies she wakes up and the day started over again and i thought that was a really good way of doing it yeah. uh, and there, there are of course films that that do that that go back you know beyond uh, groundhog day as well i mean you have the girl who leapt through time in 1983 um, yeah. and i think they go f farther back than that even i want to say there were some early early films uh well it started out also ferris bueller's day off he talks throughout that movie too i love that part of the movie well that's that's more of a talking to people 
Yeah, and that's more of a, a fourth wall breaking yeah. thing. He's not really yeah. reliving the same day over yeah. and over. I know that, but you know. So. Well, and Hallmark has, I mean, Hallmark Christmas movies. Yeah. yeah. When she's walking and she falls in the store and hits her head and then she wits it. If you want to be spritzed, and well, I don't, I don't know the name of it because there's too many of them, but. You know, and every day she gets up and she starts being nicer to people because she was supposed to go on that blind date. And she shows up and it's, I think it's got Michael Dossing or whatever, one of the, I don't know, the kid from the hall. Not the kid from the hall, but the those teenage kids we used to watch on TV. Yeah. Um, with Screech and stuff. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, Saved by the Bell. Saved by yeah, the Bell. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. The, the, the lead guy in there is the, the blind date and... And it just goes for her, and every day she's, you know. So this concept, I love. I love that one. Like that right. was good. This this movie, it's 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 it goes too fast. It's too many little things. There's too many tiny perfect things to to do. I think if they would have slowed it down a little bit and maybe went on a more clear path, you would understand. But I got lost in it. Yeah. The ultimate at the very end, it is. It's just a great ending. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you know, you know, it's just like, oh, have you, uh, either one of you guys seen the movie Blast from the Past? Yeah, yeah, that's the one yeah. with uh, Brendan Fraser. Yes, and Alicia Silverstone. Yeah, now that yeah. one, that one's, uh, that one's less of a, a, you know, reliving the same day. You know, yes, yeah. he was someone who. Uh, that's the one where he was uh, stuck in a bomb shelter. Yeah. Yeah. And he he grew up and was raised in it, and then he decides to leave the bomb shelter, and he's oh, yeah, blown yeah. away by by how much the world has changed. Because as yeah, far see, as he's concerned, it's I think that's that, kind of, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, Derek. I think that uh, yeah, he came. You know, he's like you said, he's stuck in a bomb shelter. He comes out, and you know, he it, the world has changed and all that stuff. You know, I don't know, I. And, uh, by the way, avoid this movie. It's not even worth watching it. So, you know, <laughs> there's no, oh, God. Okay, uh, real quick, we're going to have uh, the 16th Annual Slash and Bash Sci-Fi Horror Film Festival on August the 5th through the 7th. And we are uh, we're going to bring in some good guests. We got a bunch of stuff going on. And uh, keep uh, just keep aboard, and we'll let you know when this is all going to happen. And it's going to be so much fun. And uh, me and Kim and Derek, and we're all going to be a part of uh, the 16th annual Slash and Bash. And I can't believe it's been that long, man. And oh, yeah. and uh, uh, for filmmakers out there that may be listening, go to Film Freeway to uh, yeah. submit your short films. It went yeah. live today, so. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, we got one today. I saw that. Yeah. Can they sign yeah. up for their booths yet if they're out there and want to come in and put a booth? Do we have that I, set up yet? I do believe it's online. I, I, if if I can get that uh, going by this evening, so. Yeah. Uh, Perfect. Tomorrow yeah. it should be ready to go on uh, slashandbash.com. Uh, slashandbashfestival.com. Yeah, yeah, we you are, we're selling ten thousand. It's only cost ten thousand dollars, 
Yeah. But you will get a VIP meet and greet with the three of us. It's, yeah. Go ahead. And also, also, we have a costume contest that's going to happen. Oh, and, wow. you know, and, uh, you know, it, it's going to be, you can come dress. We're going to have uh, uh, three kids and three adults. And I want everybody to come out and dress up. I don't care if you want to be a superhero, uh, a, uh, a villain, uh, a, um, a zombie, who, whatever you want to come dressed at. Come on or out. superhero zombie. Yeah, superhero, exactly. yeah. Exactly. Come on out, man. And we'll let you know more about this in the future. So, okay, the superstar, Kim Schultz, thank you so much. You're welcome. And then we got Derek, the toy maker, Neil. Thanks, Derek. You're welcome. All right, I'm Keith the Critic, and we'll talk to you later right here on the aisle seat.